Welcome to the Rich Man Podcast with me, your host, corporate dropout turned seven-figure CEO in 18 months, Melanie Aubert. I'm a business coach that's determined to normalize women and wealth. We are completely ditching the old, outdated boys club way of running a business, and I'm teaching you the new way of attraction marketing, soulful selling, and wealth embodiment. Instead of marrying the rich man, we are the rich man. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Rich Man Podcast. Today, we are going to spilleth the tea. I want to just shed some light on coaching advice that I absolutely cannot stand and why. And I feel called to share this because when it comes to individuals who come into my space and look for coaching, one of the biggest issues we have, I wouldn't say even issue, one of the biggest obstacles we have is a lot of unlearning what they have been taught in the online space. So without further ado, we are going to dive into the tea. The first thing that I hear often is this, this saying or this advice of if you want a quick influx of cash, sell one-on-one coaching. It's the easiest way and the highest ticketed item you have to make a profit. And the reason why I think this is absolutely shit-tastic advice is because who wants to be the consumer, the client that joins a container just to be a cash influx for a coach? Like think about that for a minute. I am paying a premium rate for a coach who is only selling this program or this offer to profit and to make a higher cash month. Like the energy behind it's so weird and disgusting to me that it's like for the way that I see and the way that I recommend my clients sell one-on-one coaching is that should be like your most luxe experience. Like getting you privately is is a vibe. Like that's an entire calibration station in and of itself that if I were to advise you to make a quick buck by selling one-on-one, a one-on-one program or a offer, the energy is so often weird that it's just, I would never do that. My mastermind and my one-on-one coaching, we've scaled my business without any of that. I have a mastermind now. I have two one-on-one clients, but I keep it at two minimum, uh, two maximum. I don't go beyond that because I, my mastermind and my one-on-one is strictly out of desire. Like I only fill those programs because I want to hold that premium, um, intimate space. I don't just do it for the cash influx. So if you hear or have been operating your business with that, that, that kind of energy, I just want you to ask yourself, would you want to be the consumer that is, is the one that is joining just because they want a cash influx? You wouldn't like that, right? It should be out of desire and out of, you want to hold the space for that client. So shitty advice. I hate that when I hear it. Um, and I just don't believe that to be true. If you want cash influxes, my question for you and what I, I navigate with my clients is what feels good? What feels fun? What's exciting for you? That could be one-on-one coaching, but not the, I'm only offering that because I want the money. I'm only offering that because it's the easiest way to make money. That vibe I cannot stand behind. The second thing that I cannot stand is this idea that we we need to be pushing something every day, pushing and selling and selling and selling every day. Now, I personally sell every day. If I'm not like actively saying, here's the thing to buy, I am leading you towards something. I'm getting you excited about something that's coming, but I, I have seen an influx of people 
for whatever reason now is this anxiety of I, I don't have anything to sell and I feel pressure to create something in order to sell it. And it's like, why is that? Like we don't have to, there's a difference between I'm doing this because I have to or I should. For all of my MGs and Gs, that's a no-no for you because have tos and shoulds make you want to vomit. Um, you don't want to be pushing yourself to sell something if there's nothing to sell. Like it, the only time I would say if like you're feeling like the, ooh, what do I want to promote today? What do I want to sell today? I would say there's a different energy behind, like I'm getting excited about selling this thing versus I have to sell this thing because I'm told I have to sell every day. Like today, for instance, I was supposed to open up the, in open up, um, our two day live event. And I was like, I'm feeling tired today. I am taking the day just to serve my clients and to rest and like lay low. It's no big deal. I wasn't like, oh my God, I have to do this because my launch said so. Oh my God, I have to do this because I have to promote something every single day. I don't believe in that either. I think if it's coming from a place of chaos, it's not clean energy. It should be if you're selling every day, coming from a place of excitement, of joy, of like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to share this thing with you. An example is if you have nothing to sell, I would highly recommend either if you do have like passive options, pop one up if you feel called to or get people excited about what's coming. Like keep your eyes peeled. This big thing's coming. Keep your eyes peeled. If you want the details, send me a DM. Like you can really play with the anticipation and excitement of what's coming up, but there is no need to have to sell something every single day drives me insane. Sometimes I just don't feel like it. Therefore I don't, but I will in my call to action via my post or my content, I will either prompt what's coming or I'll say, Hey, if you want this passive program or previous program, send me a DM for the link. Super simple, super easy. But again, I feel like we see a lot of people doing that, selling often, selling every single day. And we're like, we, there's a lot of guilt of like, am I doing something wrong? Should I be selling more? Should I be selling more often? What should I sell today? And there's no need to, to operate from a place of absolute freaking chaos. Okay, so there's that. The other thing that I uh, want to shed light on is this idea that we have to be utilizing all of the features of Instagram or Facebook. An example is, I, and again, this has been a conversation this past week, is this fear of, oh my God, creating all the reels and like carousel posts and like you know, uh, video content. It's like, there's so much pressure to be producing content to, to, to really speak to how the algorithm is operating. And I would argue that I would rather you, let's say you like long form content. You like to create long form content. I would rather you create a badass long form content piece than have to push out a really shitty 20% version of you on an Instagram reel. Because all you're doing is diluting your potency because you feel like you have to or because you should show up a certain way. So like for me, reels are okay. I personally am not like, oh my God, that reel really got me onto your page. It's more of like, I prefer long form content. I, pre I prefer reading. Uh, I prefer, I prefer Instagram story content. So for me, I don't put a lot of emphasis on reels. I could really care less. And I, I believe, and this is what I tell my clients as well, that the energy that I exude is bigger than the algorithm. And what I want you to, to, to do, and what I want you to tap into is you are bigger than the algorithm. 
you are so good that people are searching your name to see you pop up on your page. Like, oh my gosh, I wonder what she's up to. And they're searching your name and they're looking at your stuff. Like they are mesmerized by whatever content you put out because it's the, it's, it's exactly what you want to put out in the format in which you want to put it out. So there is no pressure to have to do all of the things in order to keep up with the algorithm. In my opinion, we're bigger than the algorithm. And if you were to look at my analytics and again, I don't look at my analytics. If I were to look at my analytics and 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 get all upset about my reels not doing well or this, it's just like what's I don't like to express myself that way, therefore I'm not going to force it. End of story. One of my coaches gave a phenomenal example that I want to share and it was like when we are constantly looking at our analytics and looking at how things have done well or like did this work, did that work? It's the same thing as like if you were on a date and everything you said you were like was that okay? Did I say that right? Like, are you impressed by me? It like ruins your momentum when you're constantly second guessing what you're putting out, how you're putting it out, what you're saying, why you're saying it. It's like, allow yourself to be in your flow creatively. And however you express yourself in your business is enough. Like, can you allow that to be enough and show yourself some grace? Because it's not necessarily the algorithm, or I'm sorry, not the algorithm. It's not, it's not necessarily the strategy that works. It's your belief in the strategy that works. So if you believe that every post you do is enough, every time you show up, it's enough. Imagine how different your business would be in the energy behind your business. Okay. So there is no pressure. If a coach is telling you to show up in all these ways, because that's what the algorithm favors, I disagree. I would say pay attention to trends if you really wanted to. And then how can you use those trends in in a format that really truly feels good for you and how you express yourself? End of story, done deal. It's all great. It's all beautiful. You're bigger than the algorithm. Another really craptastic piece of advice that I hear um, coaches offer, and if your coach, the first thing they say to you is you need to raise your prices, um, I would I would run. There is a difference between them seeing your power and seeing how great you are when you're in your genius and being like, listen, you need to charge way more than what you're charging. That's different. A lot of coaches are really lazy and their only piece of advice to get you to make more money is for you to raise your prices. One thing that I is the most important thing in the entire world is whenever a client's like, how do my prices look? What do you think of my prices? My first question back is how do they feel for you? How do they feel for you? Granted, some clients, I will just to give them perspective, will show them what they're making hourly just to give them like an idea of, of where they might be losing money and where they might be over delivering and where they might not have enough boundaries in place. But what I don't do is I don't say, let's just raise it. Let's go even higher. Because if you're not ready to raise your prices, if you're, if you cannot back your price, you're never going to sell it. You're never going to sell it. So if a coach is pressuring you to raise your prices, honor the fact that if this is coming from the place of they see your genius, they want you to, like they see what you're, they see how great you are and they're like, holy bananas, you're blowing my mind. Like you should charge like three times that. That's different than you need to raise your prices in order to get to X amount of dollars per month. That is lazy coaching, lazy coaching. Because for me, when I first started charging for one-on-one coaching, it took me so long to charge two grand per month. Like that to me was, I'm like, who the F is going to afford that? And my coach was like, if that feels good, put it out there. It was scary, but it did feel good. So I put it out there and then people joined. Now it's at over seven grand, almost eight grand per month for private coaching. And people joined that. But even that felt like I couldn't just 
off the bat, just start charging that to make more money. Again, going back to our first point of one-on-one coaching being the only way to make money quickly. I knew that I had to work my way up to that. But if a coach were to tell me that I had to do that immediately, it never would have worked out the way that I wanted it to. And that is really shitty advice. And I don't think that's, it's, it's lazy coaching. Again, there are other ways to make more money. And if that's their only piece of advice, um, I would reconsider working with that said coach. Another thing that I disagree with when it comes to coaching is this idea that there has to be a hierarchy. So what I mean by that is I had, like, if a coach is telling you that it has to be their way or there is no other way, there's immediate red flags. That's a very, very scary conversation because there is no one way of doing business. There is no one way of things happening. And a, and a coach who truly has mastered their craft is able to give advice on Ooh, you like that. Here's how I would do it. Or here's how I would merge the two things together. Or here's how I would, that sounds amazing. That sounds so fun. Let's try it versus a, and I think about, there was this one coach that I hired. This is like two, two years ago. And I had ideas to do micro mastery programs and like these weird masterminds containers. And like, I just had a vision for how things were going to play out. And I was like, I wanted to have fun with my containers. And this coach literally said that will never work. She had said to me that it has to be this way. This is how business is done. And it was only her experience that she was coaching on versus an actual mastery of business. And I sat there and I was thinking to myself, like, what the hell? I would never tell that to my clients. Like, if they want to charge more than me, I'm screaming, going, hell yeah, do it. Like, or if they want to do something that's completely off the wall or like never even heard of, I'm like, hell yeah, let's try it. So for me to experience that, I was like, oh my gosh. And so if you hear that, that's shitty coaching advice. If you have ideas, dreams, different ways of packaging your offers, different price points you want to offer, different wackadoodle ways of, of showing up for your audience, do it. If it hasn't been done yet, be the first and never let a coach tell you that you can't or that you should not ever, 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 ever. That is shitty coaching advice. So when this coach had told me that that would never work and that would never be a sustainable business model blah, 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 and all the things, who's laughing now? I own a multiple seven figure business like he, he, ha, ha. Um, so that is, has allowed me to to just do whatever feels good for me. And it was good experience to say to myself, I never want to coach people like that. So anyway, I wanted to make that aware for you. So I am finished spilling the tea for today, but I want to just give you different perspective because again, some lar very large conversations I've been having are, it's this unlearning of what we've been taught and it's this, oh, I didn't know it could be different. I didn't know that it can be different. I don't know that I didn't know that I was allowed to move differently. You are, you are. Okay. Your coach's opinion is just their advice. It's just an opinion. It's just their, their, through their eyes, whatever, go with what feels good for you. And if you're an MG and a G and you're doing all your shoulds and have tos, how can we have more fun? How can we fully express you? How can we be bigger than the algorithm? As a projector in business, are you truly supporting your energy type? Are you working too hard? Are you exerting yourself? Are you exhausted? Are you bitter? If you're a reflector, how are you feeling? Are you depleted? Like pay attention to where you're at energetically because our emotions and how we feel really allow us, they give us exact insight on how we're experiencing something. How are you experiencing it? What would you want to change? Can you change it? 
And if you're in the wrong room and your mentors, your coaches don't inspire you, don't get you, whenever you leave the conversation, you feel depleted, are they the coach for you? I would say no. The coach for you is the one that gets you excited, that gets you amped up, that gets you like fired up to show up for yourself, to show up for your business, show up for your clients. If your coach is not doing that, then that's not the coach for you. Okay. I like to hold this industry to a really high standard when it comes to what we deliver, what we do, the client experience, how we communicate, the advice that we give, because it's not, it's not a regulated industry. The advice that we get is sometimes not the best. Okay. So take what you need, leave what you don't. Thank you for stopping by for another episode of the Rich Men Podcast. I love you. You smell nice. You are beautiful. You are magnificent. And the most important thing ever, 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 ever is you are worthy. You are enough. And you are bigger than the algorithm. 